Are you a songbird, a storyteller? Do you relish the opportunity to tell others about your party's heroic adventures at the inn or the tavern? If so, you just might be a bard at heart. They're the minstrels and the tale weavers in the world of Dungeons and Dragons. But bards are also much more than that when it comes to protecting and aiding their fellow adventurers. Their songs double as spells that aid their friends and inflict damage upon their foes. If you like to control the speed of a fight, bolstering your friends and debuffing your enemies in order to crush them more easily, this video is definitely for you. Bards for Protection Bards lead from the back, but they lead nonetheless. Not a tank like your fighters and your paladins, but the bard can certainly boost the group HP and help keep the whole party alive and fighting for much longer. Take the inspiring leader feat and buff the whole party's total HP, including your own. If you know you and the party are about to enter an unfavorable situation, just take 10 minutes and offer some encouragement and some hit points to the whole group before heading into combat. Hold Person or Hold Monster works great in order to incapacitate a foe and keep them out of the fight for a little while. Help keep your party in control of the fight and keep your enemies at bay by removing one of their combatants completely. If an enemy would otherwise approach and totally decimate one of your own party members, this could definitely change the course of a fight. Bards in Combat If you're the College of Valor type, take the Medium Armor Master or Heavily Armored feat and dive directly into combat. With extra attack and battle magic, and the right equipment, mind you, you can go head-to-head -head with most foes and fill a frontline buff DPS hybrid roll. Couple this build with the true strike cantrip for a chance to hit twice with each roll. Sometimes the best defense is truly just a good offense, and if you're able to take down enemies quickly with the right combat prowess, you won't really need to spend a lot of time protecting others. Speaking of combat prowess, Magical Secrets broadens the bard's available spell options beyond the simple buffs and debuffs that you may be used to. The bard's strengths won't be heavy-hitting damage spells like what a wizard might use, but a spell like Heroism offers an extra combat boost for your tank or primary DPS ally to keep them in the fight for longer, and to hopefully keep the focus off of you, of course. A bard's best powers are proxies, controlling enemies and uplifting allies. If your party comes across a fight they'd rather avoid altogether, or if you'd rather just come back later and deal with this combat scenario, use sleep or calm emotions. Even in situations where not all creatures would be affected by sleep, this spell can still take one or two creatures out of the fight, so that's useful for obvious reasons. Calm emotions can open the party up to dialogue or other non-combat scenarios, provided someone can communicate with the would-be attackers. Bards for Utility The bard personally shines in many non-combat situations. If you're using a College of Lore build, remember to offer to do skill checks in as many situations as possible. Skill checks offer the DM chances to flesh out story and world-building aspects of the campaign. They also give your party additional insight into the quest, or just the immediate area and NPCs. Don't forget that your jack-of-all-trades passive applies to dispel magic, counterspell, initiative, and telekinesis ability checks. So use these skills as needed to undo harmful effects on the party members, or to just attempt to pull that lever from across the room. Invisibility, Jump, Knock are all simultaneously useful utility spells to broaden any bard's abilities, by broadening those of the rest of the party. Make your healer or glass cannon invisible to give them a chance to get into position before any fight. Or give your rogue jump to allow them to easily traverse impassable or rough terrain in order to find a way for the rest of the party to cross. If you have no thieves tools handy, you can use knock to open a simple door or a chest in a dungeon to keep the action moving. Bard class abilities and spell selection. Your bread and butter will be skill modifiers. Bards are proficient with essentially every skill, and you'll be the go-to party member for almost any non-physical check. 
Take specific language or lore knowledge to get information from NPCs or otherwise help move the story along. Work with the DM to determine if your character would already have education or some sort of innate knowledge within the world that they've created. And remember to ask about those skill checks regularly. Be mindful of typical spells like Cure Wounds, for instance. You should give some situational spells serious consideration here. Fairy Fire is great for finding invisible enemies, assuming that they failed the deck save, and the spell gives the party advantage against afflicted creatures. Etherealness offers you mobility and works great as a get-out-of-jail-free spell. Bards really have no shortage of utility power, but much of their utility toolkit is situational. Keep ritual casting in mind, however, to cast some of these spells without them taking up a whole spell slot. Ritual casting forces you to use the lowest rank and takes an extra 10 minutes to cast. Some of these non-combat or situational spells won't lose their luster this way. Xanathar's Guide to Everything Update The College of Glamour. This is the true diva bard. You can charm, beguile, and otherwise strut your stuff to victory. You gain a bunch of charm and command effects all based around your beauty, alongside a really nice party buff using your bardic inspiration. Glamour is an extremely good choice for the face bard type character or a manipulative femme fatale. College of Swords. This is how you become a battle bard, pure and simple. Rather than waste your bardic inspiration on those other chums, you can use them to directly damage your enemies with fancy sword flourishes. Pick this one up if you want a little bit of fighter in your bard. College of Whispers. Robe by way of bard with a little bit of psionics sprinkled on top. Yes, you heard me right. Use your bardic powers to stab your enemies with psychic damage, drive them insane, or you can magically transform and impersonate your marks. Definitely a good pick for any bard that wants to pick up on some dark mischief. I typically see this type of role fulfilled in characters that are tied to some sort of like royalty, like they're the Lord of Whispers or something like that. It can line up for a whole litany of different characters. So I might be a little biased because the bard is actually my favorite class, but I don't think a party can really go without one. They offer a certain diversity that you can't really get out of any other class type. I really like the bard because they can open the world up and communicate with the DM in a way that most other players can't, either it be because of the class limitations or because of the archetype they kind of have to fill within the, the party's dynamic, as it were. I think bards are great, I think they balance a party out, and I think they can be sort of malleable into just about any type of character you want, especially with the Xanathar's Guide to Everything updates. You can truly just build the type of character you want that adds a either comedic relief or a more, shall we say, engrossing feature because of the way they can interact with the world. I hope we've given you all the information that you need in order to create your own bard character, or perhaps a little bit of inspiration to create something that we didn't mention here. My name's Patrick Ferguson, thanks for watching, and I'll see you guys in the next one.